What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised a Geek. This week, we review Violent Night and our must-watch Christmas movie. So let's get into it. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy, Don. How we doing, man? Chris, what is up today, my jolly friend? We are oh, uh, no. we are here to have spread some jolly, spread some cheer here in this holiday season. We're smack dab in the middle of it. Uh, this is probably our final episode before the christmas holiday so uh let's let's spread some cheer there buddy why don't we cheer cheer um, cheer yeah right this is the last one before christmas huh yeah i think it is i think it is i uh i enjoy me some christmas holiday time i think i actually enjoy the season more than the actual day i find the day stressful no <laughs> but uh it's it's good too but the, something about the season surrounding the day is just better to me like driving around and seeing the lights and seeing people being trying to be nicer to each other and right right there's just a the a sense of like a little more happiness in the air than the regular rest of the year i don't know why it's just uh it's what we do as a society as americans i can see so, that yeah i'm uh i'm doing okay see it's really weird being in texas Mm-hmm. because it's not cold and growing up in the midwest i'm expecting mm-hmm. like cold and it to feel like christmas and it never feels like christmas here it's like 70 degrees i was wearing sure. shorts yesterday like <laughs> it's just kind of obnoxious yeah. um, so it never feels like christmas and then we didn't put up a christmas tree this year so now it okay. really doesn't feel like christmas yeah so it's really weird like i go out my i decorated the outside of the house as we talked about before but we didn't put anything up on the inside and uh mm-hmm. So it's just kind of weird. Like I said, well, really doesn't feel like Christmas. To put context to that, you're going to be not at home on Christmas Day. So that's why you yep. have no tree. We want to yep. make sure the listeners out there know you're not just like a Scrooge. <laughs> Who doesn't want a tree inside his house? I know, right? Bah humbug. <laughs> no tree in 2023. No tree. We decided that it just we weren't going to be here enough. So that's kind of the route that we went. So it doesn't feel like Christmas really ever for me. So then... Going up there is probably going to feel a lot more like Christmas as we, since I'll be there for Christmas. Those sure. that last like few days before will probably be really nice. That that weekend leading into Christmas will probably be really, really nice. So I'm excited, definitely yeah. excited. Be there, hang out with my friends, see my family, Christmas it up. Yeah, man, it'll be fun. And we've been doing this podcast for what since 2020, something like that. So about good three plus years in. Mm-hmm. we've seen each other a handful of times from you coming here like we've never done a in-person podcast and you know what we're probably not going to this time either <laughs> maybe next, not. there's no time for it this is how like everyone's busy but maybe next time maybe one of these days we'll actually sit down in the same room and, and talk a about a subject in person wouldn't that be something we'll have to plan it for our c2e2 episode we talked about this yes. i don't know if we've talked about it but i picked up my three-day pass and don and i are both going to be at c2e2 2024 in april in chicago yes, so definitely are. let us know if anyone's going to be there and we want to get a get together or get anything going on but don and i were probably going to do something at that point because we plan on being at c2e2 for three days straight so we're going to party it up it's going to be awesome we're going to see that so definitely hit us up over on all our social media services at raise, raise the geek hit us up on raise the geek at gmail.com let us know if you're going to be at c2e2 we might be able to you know set something up should be a lot of fun but i'd be excited to uh hang out with my buddy don as well as hang out with any of you that wants to come out to the convention so i'm very excited about that but that's not till april we're talking about christmas which is a week away which is crazy mm-hmm. we watched violent night before mm-hmm. i jump into violent night 
I want to ask you what Christmas movies you still need to watch. Christmas movies I still need to watch? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I mean, I think we're both holiday season Christmas movie guys. When it gets to this point of the year, there's a few things you do feel like you need to watch, right? Uh, yeah. And my list usually stays kind of the same. Um, laugh all you want. Number one for me. Got to see it every year. Home Alone. Don't care what anybody says. <laughs> have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie just feels the most like Christmas to me. And it's weird because there's no Santa in it. There's no sleigh. There's no whatever. But it's just a movie happening at Christmas time. And the feel of that movie is just Christmas to me. Like And, and watching Home Alone during any other part of the year feels wrong. Yeah. Like, I can't I can't watch Home Alone in July. This is a Christmas movie. Uh um, anybody monsters. I mean, I guess I don't know, but that is totally my number one. Um besides that, I mean, there there's some there's some like classic standbys that, like I'm not going to turn away from a Die Hard at this time of year. Uh TBS plays Christmas Story a 100 times, so I'm sure I'll catch bits and pieces of that. But um I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think off the top of my head. What what do you got? Or is the, there any Christmas movies you've never seen that you like? Or like, why haven't I ever seen that? Well, what's weird is as I told you before, doesn't really feel like Christmas. And sure. uh, so I really I watched like a couple weeks ago. I watched National Lampoon's Christmas. I saw that for the first time in my life, like two or three years ago. Never saw yeah. it, and people wow. would like people would scoff at me and be like, "What is wrong with you? How have you never yeah. seen this?" And I, I so I got it in finally, but only seen it once but yes, yeah 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 that's a classic um, yeah i watched that one a couple weeks ago and honestly i think that's like the only christmas movie i've watched so far this year like it just hasn't felt like christmas so i haven't really gotten anything in i usually like to get in jingle all the way a home alone mm, jingle all the way okay good one that's a good christmas call. story usually pops in there i'm assuming my kind of thought process is knowing that like the weekend before christmas i'll be in chicago mm that like and i'll be on vacation so it'll be like let's watch some christmas movies so i feel like leap that weekend i'm just gonna like pound christmas movies it's gonna be like christmas story a christmas story story never seen it I, I, it came out last year watched it last year it's on max as far as i'm aware it was pretty solid it was a pretty good sequel reboot whatever it was but it was a nice they did a good job with it um but yeah, Jingle All the Way. I need to go onto Netflix and watch a very Murray Christmas. Yes, you I have watched, mentioned that one before. That's I like watched, a... usually I watch that every year while my wife puts up the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I get drunk and watch a very Murray Christmas and hand her things. So not putting up the Christmas tree, I haven't watched that yet. So that's kind of need to kind of get that one in. So um, those are kind of the go tos. Home Alone usually is in there. Do you have any? guilty pleasure christmas movies that you wouldn't readily admit to watching but you're like i kind of like that one i'm sorry to put you on the spot because i have one in my in my head i don't four know christmas, if I... four christmases starring vince vaughn oh, and reese witherspoon <laughs> i don't know why i like that movie but i do um it's so stupid but it's just like one of those stupid comedies during that like stupid yeah. comedy era yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely not up to the level of like the big ones of that era, but it's like fits right in there, like Vince Vaughn, like a Vince Vaughn joint or whatever. <laughs> you, 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 you just know how those feel, like when Vince Vaughn's in one of those comedies. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He always plays the same guy, but I, I, I just like that movie. I don't know why. 
I don't know off the top of my head any like guilty pleasure Christmas movies that I may or may not have. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm sure real that, hard to try. I'm, I'm sure, sure I could come up with a couple. I know I've watched a bunch of them. Was the night or the night before with uh, Seth Rogen? It's a pretty solid one. The one with Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, oh, like the okay, night before, okay. whatnot. That one's pretty hilarious. Never saw that one. Harold and Kumar Christmas. Sure. Uh, those probably is the stupidest ones I could probably point to at the moment. Off the Have top of my head. We didn't discuss now, that one. <laughs> right. I think a year ago we said when we had our episode with which was a collaboration with Paperweight Entertainment, mm-hmm. we watched Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. We were like, this might be a, a staple of Christmas. Have you thought about revisiting that? That one just popped in my head. I haven't thought about it yet at all this season, but yeah, I forgot it existed. Yeah, that could be until you brought it up right now. So yeah, maybe I'll go watch it. It was kind of funny. Yeah, it's about an hour, just a quick hour of Drax and Mantis hijinks <laughs> could be fun with Kevin Bacon. Could be a little funny. Might could have to check funny. that out. Might have checked yeah. that out. Now, now we did check out Violent Night, which is the main focus of this episode here, where we're going to talk about Violent Night. It was the first time you or, or I watched it. Now the question comes down, and we'll answer it throughout the course of this conversation. Does this make the list of Christmas movies that need to be watched every year? Yeah. That's the question. You're always looking for movies to fill up that list. You know, I mean, new Christmas movies come out every year, and are they going to uh, make the rotation? My biggest, my biggest question of us choosing to watch Violent Night is: um, last week, or was it last week? It might have been the week before. Or it was the week before. We had an episode on Krampus. Mm-hmm. Now skip a week because we did Godzilla. Now we're doing Violent Night. Is something wrong with us? <laughs> the Christmas movies we're deciding to watch are bloody horror movies. <laughs> like there's so many other Christmas movies we could watch. We could be like, we're doing an episode on It's a Wonderful Life. We're doing an episode on um, a Christmas Carol, Scrooge and Tiny Tim. But we're like, no, we want the bloody shit. We want the we want the Santa Claus, but he's killing people, and we want the evil demon Santa who's terrorizing a family. That's our that's our Christmas reviews. Does it so, help though that we are we okay? We pick two movies that are like that, but they're also comedies. Ah, yes. We okay. did at least still pick comedies and not just like straight up horror. That's true. We could That's just true. pick straight up horror. We at least went for the little bit of the funny. So it's like we like our blood with a little yuck yuck laugh laugh. Like we we like some comedy in our murdering. That's that's where we're, <laughs> that's what <laughs> yuck, we're doing. Yuck laugh laugh. Yes, that's. <laughs> I am all about the yuck yuck laugh laugh. Okay. And All you right. know what? Watching Violent Night, some of that violence made me laugh. It did. And it I did. felt bad doing it because I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing right now, but it kind of was funny. Yeah, well, I, I think I agree. Let's get into Violent Night. All right. So Violent Night, if you don't know, stars David Harbour as Santa Claus. So good old Stranger Things and Red Guardian from Black Widow. I believe that was his name, yes. Was that his name? We'll we'll say mm-hmm. that that's his name. But mm-hmm. David Harbour um, plays Santa Claus, and the movie premise is when a group of mercenaries, led by John Leguizamo, you can't leave that out, attack nice. the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this was, a, this was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie. It uh, It came out last year, I think. 
and I missed it. So I was like, well, I'm going to wait till next Christmas because I couldn't watch it. I had it kind of sitting there. It's been on Amazon and like, I should really watch that. But I'm like, can't watch it till Christmas. So we hit Christmas and we're talking about what, what do we need to watch? I was like, we can watch Violent Night. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody and talked I- about it last year. It was a big deal last year. Yeah, but it it was it was one of those movies where it seemed like everybody was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, uh, or or at least had fun or whatever. And like I I still remember things on Twitter and other places from last year being like, guys, Violent Night is so fun. It's like, well, eh, I still didn't want to go see it in the theater, but now it being readily readily available to us a year later, I'm good. I'm good watching it. And I was I was happy to watch it this year. Um, so yeah. Um, thoughts are we giving thoughts on this yeah thing? let's give some or... let's give some overall thoughts i'll i'll, I'll start here um yeah. i enjoyed this movie it was a little longer than it felt like it needed to be and we can talk about some stuff that in the middle that probably could have been shaved out without hurting what anything. was it? what was the runtime about it was just over two hours okay yeah, it was like 205 little... or something or maybe just under um mm-hmm. it was cl- it was pretty much two hours regardless of where it falls Okay. Yeah, it, it felt could have been one forty-five or even an hour and a half, and wouldn't have hurt it. Agreed. I think they would have got in the same feeling that they needed, okay. um, that they would have wanted. Um, but no, I overall enjoyed it. I thought it had some solid action. It was very Die Hard meets Home Alone meets John Wick. Is pretty much what this movie was. Sure. So if you like those three movies, there's really no reason why you shouldn't like this. Maybe a little bad Santa thrown in for good measure. Mm-hmm. So okay, cool. Was yeah. a, was a holiday romp. I mean, we could talk into specifics, but I was just kind of giving the overall like that's what I thought of the movie. That's funny that you, those are the three movies you named because those are the exact three movies I was going to say. This is uh, yeah. like a mashup of yeah because it's, it's true because I mean it ab- is it's absolutely true mm-hmm. it's. What are they? John Wick, Home Alone, and Die Hard. Yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah. that's what that's what this movie is at its core. Um, and that's not even a bad thing. Like, it's original and not original at the same time. You know what I mean? It's borrowing from so many of those different movies. But at the end of the day, it's like Santa Claus doing these things. <laughs> that's why. That's what makes it different. It's just like it's it's just funny to sometimes be watching. And I, I liked the approach they took with some of the different um ideas like Santa Claus's origin and like backstory mm-hmm. and where he came from. And so you're watching the trailer if you've never seen the movie, like, how the hell is Santa killing all these people? Well, they kind of explain that in the movie, like where all this came from. So that like helped out a, a little bit. Yeah. Um I almost wanted more yeah. of that. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I want to know um, how he became Santa Claus. <laughs> right they could do a part two like and they I'm i think they sure are they are they, i'm pretty sure they are too um just kind of delving more into into that like what got you from point a to point b santa um uh, just how do you become like i said he said he, he was alive for 1100 years they showed him as a viking slaughterer mm-hmm. mrs claus is giving him his skull crusher hammer like Come on, let's. I want to know what this is. I mean, show me Mrs. Claus. I want to know how. Well, let's just Viking let's just do a warlord. Let's just do a prequel. Like that's all. I Viking hate prequels, <laughs> but this is one I want. I want right. to know how Viking Skull Crusher ended up yeah. as Santa Claus, giving <laughs> cheer, spreading cheer for eleven hundred years. Right. Yeah. Um. Yes. All that being said, I'm I'm I agree with you. I had more fun with this than I thought I would. One hundred percent. 
Um, I didn't think it would be this fun. I laughed out loud a lot of a lot and not even just from like jokes but just from the visuals i'm seeing on the screen just make me sometimes just like i do that where it's like things are so over the top gory kill stuff that i just like laugh at it mm-hmm. that's, that's just like my go-to when, when i just feel i feel tickled by what i'm seeing mm-hmm. gore wise because yeah, I'm yeah weird but um that happened multiple times during this film like i don't know man it's just kind of a you didn't have to think too much about what you're watching. It's just kind of a straightforward comedy, horror, holiday film. Action, yeah. Yeah, so overall, like, we'll get into all the reasons why, I guess, but I, I really I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Um, so, yeah, cast, obviously, David Harbour was the big cast as Santa Claus. David Harbour, I mean, he was good in this role. I'm not the biggest David Harbour fan. It's hard because he doesn't have much to base on except for a couple like Stranger Things, like we said, Hellboy, which I don't think either of us ever saw his Hellboy, right? Nope. And and besides that, what else? Yeah. You know, I don't know. <laughs> so we're basing it off his Stranger Things performance a little bit in, in Black Widow, I guess, where he was just a part of an ensemble. But he always has his like stick mm. of being kind of gross. Like he's kind of like the drunk, or he's like unhappy and he's scratching himself, and like he's just kind yeah. of almost like an Al Bundy, like, huh, no yeah, pig, like an, you know? He's, he's like an oaf. <laughs> yeah, he's like an oaf, and you're just kind of like, yeah. all right. And then the fact that he continues to do that, like that's his shtick. So even the beginning of this mer- movie where he was David Harbor, a Santa being David Harbor, and I was just like, oh no. And I know we talked about this before. It's like, oh, no, like the opening of this movie and he's just getting trashed. And I'm like, OK, this is cool. Then he gets in the sleigh and just like vomits on that lady. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this movie. I'm like, well, this has to pass. Like, this can't be the th- complete vibe of this movie. Well, that was the scene I even told you that, like, after that happened, where he puked out of the sleigh on top of the lady's head. I was just like, oh, like, this is going to be one of those movies like oh no just like i'm i'm i can't i can't do those like like you just kind of said for yourself um so i'm glad the the vibe kind of changed after that they just kind of wanted to do a gross out attention grabber at the beginning to kind of get the audience i guess people who mm-hmm. like that stuff but i agree with you um david harbour is kind of not my favorite either but i don't think anything i'm just i feel neutral about him yeah so he doesn't he doesn't sell a movie, but he doesn't break a movie. Yeah. So it's like I'm not gonna go see a movie because David Harbour's in it, but I'm also not gonna not see a movie because David Harbour's in it. So he's just kind of like a eye roll when he shows up. Sure. Uh, I agree. It's kind of that. John Leguizamo was fucking amazing in this movie. <laughs> um, just being over the top, all of the Christmas terrorists of like Candy Cane, Snowman, Frosty. I was like, oh my god, this is so stupid. Uh, just him having like a hatred for Christmas, mm-hmm. like not having to do anything with his heist. Like he was there to steal money, but he hated Christmas. And he he had an entire story about why he hated Christmas. And uh, he was like almost doing the heist on Christmas Eve because he hated Christmas. <laughs> like just right. the idea that, and John Leguizamo just sold it so well of just being so disgusted with this holiday and i loved every time he was on the screen he just cracked me up it was almost like as zany as him being a violator in spawn like 30 years ago (laughs) 
I know. He plays a good villain, and people forget about him, and I'm glad he's still kind of getting some roles. because. Oh, yeah, John Leguizamo. I, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with John Leguizamo, man. He's good. I like John Leguizamo. He's always... Um, Whenever I see him pop up, because I like I said, he's not a starring dude, but he just pops up and stuff. So when I see his name in the credits, I'm always like, yes, can't right. wait to see what he does. So, yeah, it's knowing he was the bad guy in this and it was Santa Claus versus John Leguizamo. I was like, <laughs> bring it on. I am down. I'm here for this. So that 100 percent worked for for me. Um, yeah. And I did enjoy the little, you know, Beverly D'Angelo popping up as uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the rich lady, the mom. Gertrude, I thought that was. I had to. I had to actually like look and be like, "Who is that?" Because I just recognize her. It's one of those where it's like you recognize them, but you don't remember their face or remember their name. You know their face, and that was that was totally me with that. And I was, it was the voice. I could tell the voice. Obviously, it's been years, and she's had some work done and stuff, so she didn't quite look until I knew who it was. I couldn't see it, but I could hear it. I'm like, "Whose voice is that? Whose voice is that?" And I put it together and. I was like, okay, yep, I see her now. Okay, cool. And that, that's and awesome. that's just that's kind of fitting her also being in like Christmas vacation. So there's another Christmas movie Beverly D'Angelo gets to be in. So that's fun. Um besides besides those three, I mean, I I think it's kind of a more or less an, like an unknown cast. The, the only other person I kind of recognized was the sister. Um I don't yeah, know Edie, her name. Edie Patterson, she was in the uh, Righteous Gemstones. That's that's what I recognize her from, and and other like comedy roles, Spoof stuff. Been, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I recognize the dude who played Krampus. Um, I'm seeing his name is Brendan Fresh. Brendan, I was about to say Brendan Fraser. Brendan, I was like, I was like Brendan, I was like Brendan Fraser wasn't in this. I don't think. Yeah, Brendan Fletcher. I've seen him in some stuff. I know he was Robert in The Last of Us. As I'm looking up his thing, so he was on mm-hmm. Last of Us. I've I've seen him in some things before. Um. Never as a full-on, like, lead or anything. Like I said, it looks like here, looking through his IMDb, he was, like, on Arrow and Superman and Lois and okay. a lot of CW shows. He was in the movie The Reven- Revenant, which I never saw. Um, Leprechaun Origins, which I did see. <laughs> um, Bates Motel, which I did see. So, like I said, I've seen him around, but never knew his name or anything. So he was familiar to me. But yeah, a lot of kind of no names outside of the big three. Mm-hmm. A lot of character actors that you recognize, but don't know why. Um, I love the fact that you went into this movie and you could see that every person, every staff member, was a terrorist before they became terrorists. Like right. all of them looked like terrorists. I'm like, these are all bad guys, and they're all in a bad mood. And like, yeah, you could totally tell. It's totally like the, um, like how we compared it to Die Hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like everybody just is hiding in plain sight at this party or hiding in plain sight at this Christmas party. It's like kind of the same concept. You're like, all right, that's a terrorist. That's a terrorist. That's a villain. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah very Die Hard, as, as we said. We had drunk Santa who ends up at this house terrorists come in to rob uh, Gertrude which was played by Beverly D'Angelo and Santa gets stuck in the middle and for whatever reason which I don't think they ever explained his magic couldn't work so he couldn't get out of there yeah they didn't really explain why his magic didn't work when he's fighting that first guy right and he kept touching his nose and trying to go up the chimney and couldn't do it yeah I was was kind of kept kept waiting for that to come back as like he needed to learn to believe again like they just never that might have been it like that the little girl kind of led little Gertrude 
led him to believe to be Santa again. So he got his magic back, but they never really explained that too heavy because he got his magic back all of a sudden. Yeah, I think the the way they kind of worked themselves out of him being stuck there and having to do this is like his his reindeer running off after the the machine gun shots went through the ceiling and then also his bag being burned and and Mm -hmm. just kind of on top of that him wanting to stay out of the goodness of his heart to save the little girl yeah but uh yeah he knew she was on the nice list so he needed to save her he did good old santa deep down deep down inside he's still (laughs) a softy yeah um the action worked in this movie man um i thought they were pretty creative with what they were doing in there between fighting in the beginning where like people were punching and he's holding the bag up and they're getting lost in the bag and yeah attacking each other with christmas ornaments <laughs> yeah this definitely um is an action movie kind mm-hmm. of at its at its heart mm-hmm. it's a holiday movie and it's a comedy but man this is also a pretty good action movie <laughs> like the choreography and the the sledgehammer work and like just the fight scenes and the creativity of the kills is like, am I watching violent night or am I watching, like you said, like a Jason Bourne movie or like a, or like a John Wick, like what's happening. This is actually impressing me as a dude, as an action thriller. When he was in that barn and he found that sledgehammer and he did like that entire around the first time, dude, when he started swinging it around and he was just like alone in that and they like don't like, put a spotlight on him and like blacked out and he was just like looked like he was in a studio and he's just spinning that hammer around i was dying i was dying that was so funny that was amazing no it was amazing i was laughing because of the awesomeness of it (laughs) that part was amazing and then like his hair got put up into a man bun (laughs) 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 like santa claus is wearing a man bun swinging a sledgehammer around about to kill some folks yeah dude he killed Um, a lot of people Yeah, he got that, that was, hammer that was, uh, and he just like screwed up that whole kill squad. That's like that was his go-to weapon, and I loved it. I loved that. Yeah. It worked out really well for Santa to be just sledgehammering folks. When that little girl at the end screamed "Skull Crusher," <laughs> <laughs> I, I freaking yeah. laughed my ass off when she screamed that. Yeah, I, I like I said, I laughed a lot throughout this movie of just the yeah. randomness and then the violence when he put all those pool balls in his. Uh, stocking and started swinging it around and just beating the shit out of that dude with him i was like oh my god yeah dude every fight scene was good like every every time he got somebody one-on-one or he took on a group or especially when like he got the sledgehammer and he had to fight that second group who was like the secure the traitor security detail yeah yeah and so he like ended up taking us good like way better than i thought i was going to be watching um when i started this movie so right uh action wise this movie does not did not disappoint me and i am as shocked as anyone because i didn't think it would be that good as as it was right um but i do have to say regardless of all of the action and you can maybe call this an action piece or not but the my favorite scene in this movie Mm -hmm. was the little girl doing home alone tracks like they set up they they set it up in the beginning of this movie when you meet little Gertrude and she's talking to her dad about how she just watched Home Alone for the first time. And then you're just like, okay, yeah, you know, and she's they made a couple jokes about it in the beginning with her slapping her cheeks and screaming and stuff, and you're like, ha ha ha. Then as the movie's progressing, 
and she runs away and she's hiding in the attic and say she's talking to Santa on a radio. And then she's like, well, I could set up traps like at home alone. And he's like, yeah, do that. And you still don't think anything. And then mm. when the bad guys find her and they try to catch her in the attic and she's just like every home alone classic like trap is there that she did from that movie but the realistic aspect because that's obviously always been a joke about home alone is like harry and marv would be dead right like you'd be dead there you'd be dead there you'd be dead there you know you know like when Harry electrocutes himself or Mar, whichever one, and you see his skeleton through his face. That was Home Alone 2. That was a whole other thing. <laughs> but, but still. Yeah, he turned into know. a skeleton with hair. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a thing like that, but this movie, you actually got to see every trap and how violent each one can be as you had this little girl who was laughing in glee, gleefully laughing is I guess what I'm trying to say, Mm-hmm. And she's brutally <laughs> hurting, injuring these uh, terrorists, and it was so hilarious. Yeah, it it was like it was Home Alone on steroids. Like, yeah. like you just said, the Home Alone. If this was realistic, like a nail sticking out of the stairs, and in Home Alone, it goes through you know Daniel Stern's foot, and it's all funny. But in this movie, the guy's head lands on it, and it's the damn nail going up through his <laughs> his yeah. his chin up through his mouth, and like. We talked about how cool the action is, but there is a lot of stuff in this that just made me go like, oh, like cringe. Like they went there. This is gross. And yeah, um, that was one of those. And all the while me. they're playing Home Alone music. So it's like. Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So that on top of that. But yes. And I know we talked about it before, but when she started, she started slingshotting those like tennis balls and then the burglar woman kept just like batting them away and she's catching the balls and throwing them and then all of a sudden they cut and that little girl has a dumbbell that she just flings <laughs> it at this lady's face and i was like, like where did that dumbbell come from and she's got that little girl's got the strength to just launch yeah. that thing and she's like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so stupid. it was stupid it was stupid funny no i loved it i love the fact that they thought about that they were like hey you know what let's do a home alone scene mm-hmm. but for real right and we'll still make it funny yeah but it's gonna be violent as hell and yeah. that was just like chef's kiss like that was perfect that was just like the best scene in the movie no i, I get you that was that was a standout scene to me it's like the one we already talked about him just taking out all those dudes with a sledgehammer the first mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. uh i just had so much fun there like i yeah. was just i was just sitting there in awe watching that scene like this is a good action movie now like this is oh, yeah he's throwing this dudes in snow plows and yeah, yeah beating people yeah no that was the choreography was insane yeah way more For than that what one. i expected yeah and then my other favorite part was the end of the movie mm-hmm. when you finally get to John Leguizamo versus Santa Claus. And you know that he, you've been watching this like two hour movie of Santa Claus just demolishing all of these dudes. But, you know, you got to the big bad. You're at John Leguizamo now. One on one bad guy fight. You know, the bad guys got to go in the worst way. For sure. And they had a fight that I wasn't expecting to be as entertaining, but it did open with the best line in the movie where John Leguizamo realized that that was the real Santa Claus because he found the naughty and nice list. And he said, you're really Santa Claus. 
And then he like he said, no matter what happens, Christmas dies tonight. And I died <laughs> laughing. I laughed for like the first like minute of that fight because Christmas dies tonight is just so freaking funny. That's like the that's like the Halloween ends or yeah. Halloween kills, like yeah. evil dies tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's Christmas dies tonight. It's so much better. Oh, this 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 movie had a ton of one liners. Oh, I know like, it did. That's just the one that like yeah, I was telling I was telling someone who hadn't seen this movie. I was just having a conversation talking about how I watched this movie, and I brought that up. I said, "Well, this movie has, you know." They were like, "How was it?" And I was like, eh, "It was good." And they're like, eh, "I don't know if I need to watch it based on that." And I'm like, "Yeah, but there's a John Leguizamo says Christmas dies tonight before he fights Santa Claus." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna watch that movie." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> now I have to. Now I have to. You have uh, to. There's just yeah. no getting around it. It's just mm-hmm. you got to watch it." Yeah. Um. Yeah, the one-liners were great, but that one, I loved that one. And and John Leguizamo, as I said, the main bad has to eat it the worst, and he ate it the worst. Yeah, because because Santa Claus uh, learns his powers again at the exact right time. Woo! Finally learns how to get up that chimney again. But this yeah. time, buddy, I'm taking you along with me for the ride, and uh, you're not going to fit the same way. So that was a the a crazy kill here in this movie, sucking yeah. John Leguizamo up the chimney with Santa Claus and coming out with his disintegrated torso, body, bloody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was crazy. I was not expecting that. It came out. Yeah. I should have because they were fighting next to an abandoned chimney. So I yeah. should have known that was coming, but I did not. And he touched his nose and sucked John Leguizamo up, and he turned to like fairy dust, and John Leguizamo just got shoved through there. I was like, oh my god, this is so brutal. Yeah, that's that's some you know they unique... were super excited in the writing room when they came up with that one. Yeah, that's some that's some unique kill shit. You try to come up with crazy kills in these kind of movies just to like you know gross the audience out, and that was a way to do it. It's definitely cool. That uh, one worked. The yeah, Christmas yeah. eye, the Christmas star ornament to the eye, also worked. That was funny. Yeah, was... he st- he shoved the christmas star into the dude's eye and the dude kept coming so he plugged it in and the dude got electrocuted and then, his <laughs> face caught on fire. And then his when his hair. head caught on fire i started laughing yeah i was like oh my god they took it too far they did they did this so was there anything those... in this movie what were you gonna ask no yeah. i was just gonna say this is one of those movies just like the kills have to keep topping each other yeah so as we're going further and further like and then we got to the you know the final boss kill which was the john leguizamo kill so that yeah. was good yeah, that it was good. great. Mm-hmm. So we talked about a lot of stuff that worked. What didn't work? Was there anything that didn't work for this movie? Because obviously we're kind of been praising everything so far. No. Is there yeah. anything that didn't work for you in this movie? Um, I think we kind of touched on it a little bit at the beginning that it was just too long. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot in the middle that kind of just dragged, you know, kind of started off pretty strong. And then in the middle, we had a lot of just like him moving around and, and talking and planning and and not enough action going on. I feel like he could have shaved off a nice 15, 20, even up to 30 minutes there in the middle. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I just didn't buy the, the character reactions to things like um, the 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 hostages, the hostages, like the main son getting his finger put in a nutcracker and like his, his wife and daughter just like, in a corner like nobody's freaking out enough at this like why aren't we freaking out enough at what's going on um they kind of freaked out hard when they were gonna put his nuts in the nutcracker though yeah but nobody was like jumping up and screaming they're just kind of cowering like 
I, I know. Get I get it. you. It's not. It's not as. It's not as. This movie isn't taking itself that serious to make it like super dramatic at those moments, but sometimes I was just like, they're not. Nobody's reacting enough to what's going on around here. Like it's still just a little too funny. Yeah. Um, the tone. The tone in this movie was all over the place. Yeah. It finding just a balance jumped between, around. Yeah. Finding a balance between the action and the drama and the comedy sometimes got a little murky mm-hmm. for me. Um, you know. The movie's yeah, absolutely. Goofy. The, the movie's goofy, but it, it's supposed to be goofy. But sometimes it's just too goofy. I don't know. Um, definitely not a perfect movie. Uh, why? What do you think of anything else that like didn't work for you here? The tone didn't work. Like you said, there was like like we just talked about. I think the other thing that I didn't necessarily need, and it kind of ate up a lot of time in the middle, is I didn't necessarily need Santa to. I don't think it added anything for him to like have lost his Christmas spirit. Like for this to be like, this is my last one. And like all the opening stuff we talked about with him being drunk and throwing up on people and pissing off the sleigh and doing all that, just like being a slob. Mm. Like if he would have been jolly old St. Nick, put in the exact same situation, you could have told the exact same story and cut all of that out. And then even in the whole middle where he's talking to little Gertrude and like he's learning about Christmas again, I'm like, you really didn't need, you could have got there a lot faster if you had jolly old St. Nick in there, but um sure. i mean i uh yeah it's funny drunk santa throwing up on people yeah haha i get it but like i said it just wasn't needed for me um i didn't need bad santa i could have i think it would have been funnier if you would have had like ho 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 santa right. <laughs> fucking right. people up in the middle i think that would have been funnier um for me if you would have kept him as like jolly the whole time like he never lost his like positivity i think that would have been funnier yeah, if he would have been the same Santa doing all the same crazy kills, but like saying ho 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 and being jolly, that would have been even more hilarious. I agree. I, know. <laughs> um, I just think yeah. that would have been that would have tickled my fancy a little bit more than like mm-hmm. the whole like you said. And when we talk about the length, we the whole middle portion was him like getting his Christmas spirit back, and I didn't really need any of that. So I sure. understood it. I was fine. I appreciated it, but it just yeah. doesn't valid valid it unnecessary. Valid so I mean, reason. those were things. Like you said, I wanna I want a prequel where we learn about Viking Santa and Skull, Skull Crusher, and I want to know who Mrs. Claus is, who's just like, here, honey, here's your hammer of death. You might need it. Over yeah. under, they cast Winona Ryder. Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> they might do that hundred um, <laughs> percent. Which would be fine. But yeah, I just, like I said, I think, and if, and we talk about Christmas movies, and mm-hmm. this is 100% what this, uh, the other thing that this ripped off of, but the opening of Scrooged. Okay. The reindeer dies tonight when they're yeah. showing that teaser trailer for a movie that they're going to air of the terrorists and Lee Major showing up to fight the terrorists and Santa's got guns and the elves, but Santa's jolly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that Santa in this movie sure that would have been amazing like i that's i just think if they would have like went over the top with like the christmas stereotypes i want to know where rudolph was right they mentioned him he mentioned him rudolph wouldn't do that but that was one of his jokes and where so the I, hell is he 
so there's there's a lot that they could do in a sequel. Like you said, you can lean into like the elves. I mean, a lot of the more Santa lore, but then also give us the Viking background. Like there's a lot of shit that I would be down for for a violent night. I enjoyed this movie. I gave it five, four, not five stars. I gave it four stars on Letterboxd. I really liked this film overall. Regardless, it was fun. I would watch it again. Yeah, totally agree. I I, I think I'm gonna watch it again probably at some point in my uh, in the next you know couple Christmases. It, it can it can hit the rotation easily. I think it's you know it's fun. It's a little too long, but that's okay. I go in now knowing what how long it is and what I'm in for. But it's just a fun time pretty much throughout beginning to end. They're uh, always shorter when you know what's gonna happen. For sure, for sure. You watch it again. I was watching someone talk about how they were gonna watch uh obviously we we don't need to talk about this we will talk about it here in a couple of weeks but uh rebel moon all the reviews came out today so we were joking about them all on twitter and reading all those and i was reading one where it was just a random person was like i can't wait for this to come out i'm watching it regardless of the reviews regardless of how good or bad it is i'm watching it at least 10 times i'm like 10 times like there's probably like two <laughs> movies in my life i've watched 10 times and you're already planning out to watch rebel moon 10 times i'm like Am I doing life wrong? Like, why can't I watch movies more than once? <laughs> That's the kind of person we just call Snyder Psychos. Yes, yes, yes. We'll have plenty <laughs> to talk about Zack Snyder when we review Rebel Moon here in a couple weeks after the holidays, because that's mm -hmm. coming, because we need to watch that movie and find out what it is. So be, be on the lookout for that. So if you don't want to miss our Rebel Moon talk, you don't want to know more about Christmas movies that we want to watch? Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Or you can subscribe on YouTube where we also post this podcast and you can see our smiling faces. Hi. There it is. And we're also on YouTube at Raise the Geek, all across social media at Raise the Geek. You can also email us and let us know what your favorite Christmas movie is at raisethegeek at gmail.com. Don, do you have any final thoughts on Violent Night? Do you have any final thoughts on the Christmas holiday season? Because this is probably the last podcast we're going to put out before the end of the year. You got that all in in one breath. Got it proud all in, you. man. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, this was just a, uh, you know, bloody, funny holiday good time. If you're into that kind of stuff. If you want a little break up between the normal holiday stuff, uh, I think this is a just a fun movie to watch. Maybe not a family friendly movie. It is definitely rated R. Do not watch this with the kids. Watch it when you're, you know, all the kids are asleep and you just want to uh, just enjoy yourself with a beer watching uh, John Wick Christmas. It's kind of what you got your your hands on here. I, I liked it a lot. And uh, I don't know. Uh, it's definitely going to make its way into the rotation. And... I don't know. Just happy holidays to everyone out there listening. Thank you for listening, watching us. We hope everybody has a great holiday. So yeah. that's it. We had a great year. We want to thank each and every one of you all for supporting Raised a Geek and us personally. For those that have, we appreciate everything that we have accomplished this year. We're looking super forward to 2024, year four of the podcast, which is kind of weird to think about. But crazy, crazy. We've been doing this a while, so we're definitely excited for that. Let us know. Hit us up on all those platforms. Let us know how we can make 2024 better for you. We want to definitely do that, so we want to do that. Don, what Christmas movie are you going to watch right now? I'm going to play God of War after this. Mm. That's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, but we're going to talk about that once we get out of here. So I think so I can get to that conversation, which we might talk about later on here if you want to hear about it. But that's going to do it for us this week. So for Raise the Geek, I'm Chris. And I'm done.
And thanks for checking out the show. Where geek is all we speak.